Percy, let's be honest in asking the question, why is there such fear when one hears the word cancer? Well, Wayne, I think it's because people instantly think death and dying when they hear the word cancer. But the fact of the matter is, according to the American Cancer Society, death rates have actually decreased by 31 percent since 1991. Hmm. And that should change the perspective of anyone who hears the word cancer toward survival. I think we should talk about this today. And we will from a cancer patient who has given exactly this word of encouragement to change her mental outlook about her journey. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Come with us now as we discover health, hope, and inspiration with Pastor Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd. We have this privilege of being with you about each week here as we release episodes online. And I hope you're reviewing this podcast so that others learn about it as well. You can do that at Apple and Google Play and other places as well. And Percy, our listeners need to subscribe to this podcast because it comes out every week. We encourage everyone to please subscribe and encourage others to subscribe. If this show blesses you, encourages you, and inspires you, then pass this along to others and ask them also as we continue to grow our audience and build this platform of health, hope, and inspiration to bless those who are working through the mental, emotional, and physical challenges of cancer on any and at any point. We're going to hear from a guest today, and she will join us in just a few moments, but we've got some things we want to talk about first. First of all, we have a question that we always pose to our listeners, and we do this because we need your feedback. We really love yeah. to get your feedback and your thinking. So these aren't just questions for questions' sake, are they, Percy? That is correct. And so with that being said, we want you to speak to us and allow us to hear your voice and if we have opportunity on future shows, we'll read some of those responses. I certainly look at them all and I thank you in advance. So continue to speak to us. But our question for today that we want to pose to you to consider and then to answer is this. Have you ever received an encouraging word? Have you ever received an encouraging word from someone that was a difference maker for your situation? And if so, what was it? Hmm. Have you ever received an encouraging word from someone that was a difference maker for your situation? And if so, what was it? Let me put you on the spot. Have you received an encouraging word like that? Can you think of one right now? Oh, I have, Wayne. I mean, you know, my life is full of uh, all of these type of uh, wisdom tips. And, you know, I can remember when I first got into ministry, you know, I was living in Charleston, South Carolina. I'll never forget it. And um, I was um, I was actually selling cars for a living, believe it or not. That's I didn't know you story did that me. once. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. And um, and I met a gentleman at at the dealership who uh, pastored two small kind of country churches there in the outlying Charleston area. And I began he befriended me and I began to tell him about uh, my thought and my desire about wanting to go into ministry. And I can remember like it was just like it was yesterday. Uh, the little things that he would say to me along the way, still being very young and not sure. And one of the key statements that he said to me, I asked him, I said, well, what, how do you feel about me telling you I'm thinking about going into the ministry? And he said, well, I'm going to I'm going to say this to you, he said, uh, I cannot call you into the ministry and I cannot call you out of the ministry. He said, the first thing that you need to do is settle in your heart 
that you are sure that God has called you into Ooh, the ministry. Good word, huh? And I and I never it and it it grounded me. It really did, and it empowered me in such a way that it allowed me to, you know, make my calling and my election, as the Bible says, sure yeah. uh, of what God was asking me to do. He said, because I can't call you into the ministry and I can't call you out of the ministry. Make uh-huh. sure God called you. So how about you? Will you answer the question, how has someone encouraged you? And that word was a difference maker in your life. Go to healthhopeandinspiration.com to answer the question. Click on connect when you go to the website and you'll be able to type in your response there. And you'll be able to look for our resource this week. 50 Encouraging Scriptures for Cancer Patients. Look for that at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, let's uh, let's meet our guest here in just a moment. But first, we want to get your perspective from Scripture as we open our program. Yes, sir. And so we have a passage of Scripture very familiar uh, that'll help establish the principle of today's lesson. And that will be found in John's Gospel, the fifth chapter, verses one through nine. So I'm going to do a little reading. Uh, After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. Waiting on the moving of the water, it says. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity for 38 years. And Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now there a long time in this case and said unto him, will thou be made whole? And the impotent man said, I have no man. When the water is troubled to put me into the pool, but while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus said unto him, rise, take up thy bed and walk. Rise and take up thy bed and walk. In verse nine, it says, and immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. Today, we're going to hear from someone who received an encouraging word from someone that uh, basically told her to pick up her bed and move forward, Mm -hmm. uh, that this sickness is not unto death and everyone is not dying from cancer. Get up and let's do something. And so we'll be encouraged by that today. We'll meet Judy in just a moment. If you are concerned that you or someone you love may have cancer, consider reaching out to Cancer Treatment Centers of America for personalized diagnostic services. Cancer Treatment Centers of America is a national oncology network of hospitals and outpatient care centers that treats the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and then click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact a member of the team with questions about your diagnostic and treatment options. The number is 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses a patient-centered approach and a wide range of technologies and techniques to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. And you can learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, thank you for contacting the people you bring to us here on the program. Let's, uh, let's go to your recorded conversation with Judy Lee on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Well, hey, guys, I'm excited to be back with you again for another episode of Health, Hope and Inspiration. And as always, I have a compelling story. Uh, We try to bring real people to you that you can hear from who either has had cancer or is working through a battle of cancer or may be supporting a cancer patient. And today we have a cancer patient. Uh, Her name is Judy Lee. She's a 30 year retired school teacher. 
Uh, and she was diagnosed in 2019 with metastatic breast cancer. She's currently taking oral chemotherapy, but she's in remission, uh, treating at Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Atlanta. Hey, welcome to the show, Judy. How you doing? I'm fine. Thank you for having me today. Well, it's our pleasure, as always. You're, you're the star of the show, as the introduction suggested. Uh, you were diagnosed in 2019 with metastatic breast cancer. Let's talk about the day, as I often say, uh, when you first heard and was told that you had cancer. Where were you and how did you feel when you heard the words, you have cancer? Well, I was traveling. Um, we were on the way to our oldest grandson's high school graduation Mm. and we stopped halfway at my son's house in South Carolina on the way to North Carolina Mm. and uh, my doctor knew that I was going to be out of town for a little bit and I requested that he tell me whatever was whatever the results of the biopsy uh, would be over the phone instead of his office. Okay. So I was at my son's house upstairs uh, and my cell phone rang and I picked it up and the doctor told me that I had um, breast cancer. Um, I was not expecting that. Hmm. There has not been any cancer in my family. Okay. So uh, I broke down. I, I broke down okay. and started crying and and um, went downstairs and told my husband and told my daughter-in-law, who were both in the kitchen, that the doctor had just called and, and I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I thought it was a death sentence. Mm. I thought it was a death sentence. So, and... Yeah. Uh, you, you get was, that information. I was pretty devastated. Yeah, you, you get that information. Um, uh, as a lot of people do, you know, sometimes they get, get that information via telephone. Um, and you're, as you just stated, you're devastated. You're, you're, you're not at home. You're, you're, you're getting ready to go and enjoy a family occasion, which yes. is supposed to be fun and exciting. And, and, and boom, yes. you get that, you get that news dropped upon you. Um, yes. How did you, uh, share that information with your family, uh, your husband, your children, et cetera. And, and how did they react to hearing that? Uh, I, I shared right away. Okay. Uh, I was diagnosed with breast cancer and, and, uh, I was crying and, and they were comforting me. And, um, I remember talking to my oldest brother, and uh, on the phone, and he said, "Judy, it's not a death sentence anymore. Mm. You you must remember that it's not a death sentence to have breast cancer anymore. There are lots of treatments." And I knew that God had this. Okay. God had this. And he was going to make a way for me. Well, thank God. And for, he has. Yeah. And thank God for a timely uh, word from your brother, because, again, yes. and, and, and I find it interesting and, and everybody does it differently. You know, I'm also 
a two-year cancer survivor of uh, early-stage colorectal cancer. What I'm doing great, praise the Lord, and, and I have a yeah. uh, clear prognosis, no evidence of disease as we speak. But yeah, everybody yeah. does, you know, when, when they hear that information, sometimes people wait to tell family members. Sometimes people tell people right away, uh, as it was with uh, a particular uh, interview that I did of a dear friend of mine's. He told only his wife and told no one else because he, he was afraid of how people would react and respond. Thank God that, you know, in your moment of, of I guess it would be fair to say, a bit of emotional failure, crisis, that, you know, your brother came back and said, you know, it's not a death sentence anymore. And how true it is, uh, we've talked about it on many other uh, episodes on this show, you know, the, the death rate of cancer has dropped tremendously over the last three years uh, to a, to the tune of about 30%. So more and more people today are actually living and surviving cancer than any time before. And so I'm so excited to hear that he was able to say that and share that with you. Having done that, you know, you, you had to proceed and start treatment somewhere. How did you, uh, what were the steps that you took uh, to begin to start seeking for treatment. And, and how did you end up at Cancer Treatment Centers of America? I'm curious. Well, the, I was being treated in um, LaGrange, which is where we live in LaGrange, Georgia. And uh, that doctor is the one who called and told me the diagnosis. Mm. And he said, next week, uh, next Friday, because that was on a Friday. He uh -huh. said, next Friday, I'm setting up an MRI for you. And, um, but, so I had that MRI that the following Friday when we went back home. Well, that Sunday, I was at church and I asked my Sunday school class to um, remember me in prayer mm -hmm. because of this uh, cancer diagnosis. And a lady in my Sunday school class gave me a refer a friend card to Cancer Treatment of America. Ah. And I said, well, I don't even have the results of the MRI yet. She said, that doesn't matter. You have a cancer diagnosis. Right. That's all you need. Call this number. And I called that number that following day, Monday. And, um, started setting up my three days of, of appointments. Okay. So you enter into um, the environment, the CTCA environment. And, yes. um, and I would assume that um, apparently, cause you're still there and you're still doing things there, that that was a pleasant experience for you. You, you yes. enter into the healthcare environment, which is always kind of ominous and, and a little scary mm -hmm. for people. Uh, cause you know, people are not looking forward to going to the hospital for anything and obviously not for cancer. Um, how would you say, uh, cause obviously when you mentioned that you got the referral information from a member at your local church and, and I probably would think that that, that information was as a result, uh, we at Cancer Treatment Centers of America provide, uh, ongoing, uh, cancer care ministry training to local churches where we train people to go back to their communities and start cancer care, uh, ministries, uh, that probably someone in your local church probably attended one of our training sessions and, and then felt that they, you know, they would refer uh, us to you in that regard. You you come, you start treating. Um, 
Let's talk about the role of your faith. And, you know, you're, you're, you're inundated, as all cancer patients are, with a lot of technical information, you know, a diagnosis, treatment options. Uh, you're currently doing oral chemotherapy as we speak right now. Did you have, did you have surgery or, 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 or radiation or oh, anything yes. like that? Oh, yes. I've had three surgeries and I've had um, uh, 25 treatments of radiation. Okay. Okay. So you've done, I, I call it the trifecta. You've done all three. You've done chemo, yes. radiation, and I've had surgery. So you, you endure that process, which can be difficult and, and grueling and taxing. Uh, and we don't want to mislead anyone in saying that, you know, oh, that's just a piece of cake. You know, you walk through that. Uh, how are you able to maintain a um, uh, a sense of hopefulness as you are, are working through this, you know, in terms of your faith, your relationship with your doctors? Let's talk about the environment that, that you were able to tap into that allowed you to continue uh, to expect good things to happen to you. Well, my faith is very important uh, to me. I grew up a pastor's child oh you're a pk pk (laughs) my husband is also a pk oh two pks okay two pks so uh faith has always been very important to me and um throughout this journey i have prayed that i be an encouragement and a blessing to others because others have been certainly a blessing to me Mm. we have several in our church that are cancer patients at CTCA. Okay. And uh, they encouraged me to remain at CTCA, that I would would um, get wonderful care, and I absolutely have. And I've recommended it to uh, several others. Okay. But, it, again, it's through, our, through my church. I know that God brought me, to CTCA and the doctors have been wonderful. The nursing staff has been wonderful. Great. Uh, I'm there at least once a month and have been throughout these two years and look for friendly faces in the hall (laughs) and, and uh, joke with the occupational therapist and the physical therapist and, and, um, it's it's like a family, right? It, it, just walking in the door, the atmosphere was so much different than a regular hospital. That uh, it's, I know that God sent me there. Okay, well, praise God for that, and and we're grateful because one of the things that I can certainly say is that uh, being you know with CTCA for twenty five years, going on twenty six now. The intent is to create an environment that is friendly, that people feel that they're being welcomed. And to your point, um, you know, when you can come in and you can kid and, and interact with the staff members, you know, we want to be a family. We want to create a family environment. And so uh, I'm grateful to hear that your experience has been well there. Giving all of that, that as you just stated, uh, are you comfortable with it all in, in sharing what your prognosis is at this point physically? How are you doing? How are things progressing with regard to your treatment and your care? Uh, I had, um, as I say, I had three surgeries. Uh, I had a single mastectomy, 
to start with and and had an expander put in and then after a year because of covid everything got pushed back yeah um it it took a year to get the expander out and and get the implant in and then um after six more months i had the other side to match okay and um but i've uh, also had lymphedema in my hand and arm okay because i had 17 lymph nodes removed yeah yeah and so i've been dealing with that and going to occupational therapy and physical therapy um uh, the prognosis i had a pet scan and an mri last month the pet scan showed no active Evidence, anywhere evidence of and disease. the mri i it i have stage four metastatic breast cancer because it metastasized to my t9 vertebrae on my back oh okay but um but it's not active ah. it's not active uh the mri showed that it's not active so it it has not been treated other than the chemo pill okay and in order to stay in remission um i need to take the chemo pill but they're lowering my dose okay okay um How and do you... the doctor has taken me off of the chemo medicine for eight weeks and so it's like yay i'm me again <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna ask you sound very good and so let's, yes we praise the lord i feel very good well good we praise god for that and we're expecting yes. you to continue to move forward and and we're going to stand in agreement with you as you do so for someone who who is listening to this particular show and hear the spirit and the energy and the hopefulness of of, of Judy Lee, uh, what would you say to encourage someone today who may be just initially being diagnosed with cancer or who's in the middle of a process of being diagnosed with cancer? Well, I would say when people say, what can I do? take them up on their offer of help. Ah, I like that. Take them up on their offer of health, of help. Because when I was having my surgeries, my Sunday school class uh, brought me meals Mm. um, every day. And uh, that was such a relief to me to know that, that I didn't have to go to the grocery store and decide to, fix something and right and um that i had things in the the freezer that people had made for me that that i just didn't have to think about the food and and also those people i knew were praying for me mm-hmm. and um the offers of of rides to the doctor and having another set of ears to to listen when yeah. my husband wasn't able to, because my husband um, was still working. Okay. And even uh, I was retired, but he was not. And um, he went to most of my appointments, but try not to go to the doctor by yourself. Okay. That's great. You get overwhelmed um, and you don't hear everything they say. Yeah. Yeah. You need another set of ears. Got it. With the 30 seconds that we have left, and that's great advice. And you're exactly right, Judy. What gives you hope today? What continues to drive your hope? What gives me hope is my faith. I know that God is in control and he is going to bring me through Mm. no matter what. And and other people, 
in their cancer journeys, everybody's different. Yes. I thought all breast cancer was the same. No. It's not. No. It's not. I did not know that. Yeah. And um, but God is in control. God is in control and he gives me peace. He gives me hope and other Christian friends um, that pray for me daily. I'll hear all the time. I'm praying for you. Yeah. I'm praying for you. Yes. I'm not alone. Well, praise God. And with that being said, um, today you've heard from Judy Lee, 30 year retired school teacher diagnosed in 2019 with metastatic breast cancer, uh, currently receiving uh, oral chemotherapy. Her cancer is in remission as we speak at the time of this recording, uh, receiving treatment at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, Atlanta, and uh, was reminded that cancer is not a death sentence anymore. And thank God that you were reminded of that. We stand in agreement with you, Judy. We believe with you. And we are helping hold your arms up as you continue to fight the good fight of faith. Thank you so much uh, for sticking around on planet Earth and encouraging us today. We love you to life, my dear. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And we'll talk again with Pastor Percy McRae here in just a moment. Have you ever wanted to find answers to your cancer-related questions? With Cancer Center for Alexa, now you can. The Cancer Center for Alexa skill is a voice-activated question and answer tool, empowering users to ask Alexa questions they may have about their cancer or services available at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The skill can answer over 800 questions on more than 40 different cancer types, symptoms, risk factors, and treatment options. It's a great resource. To access mm -hmm. this tool, you or anyone you support can simply say Alexa Enable Cancer Center to any Amazon device. You can also access the tool in any smartphone by downloading the Alexa app. The Cancer Treatment Center for Alexa. Percy, you, you meet these folks and bring them to us here on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. It's wonderful. I know many of them listen to the program. We've talked about that before, but how did you uh, get to know Judy? You know, Judy was actually, she's a rel was a relatively newer patient at CTCA, and I was told that I probably should call up and introduce myself and meet her, and I did that. Uh, and she, I was like, she's ideal for Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And so I uh, got her backstory, and she was so excited and she was so honored that we would even consider her uh, to be on the show. So she was recommended to me by uh, one of the staff members okay. uh, internally that, uh, listen, here's somebody we think you should meet. Yeah. And that she would uh, her story would be ideal for health, hope and inspiration. And indeed it was. Well, we got an army was. of people out there helping us, don't we? We got, <laughs> we got staff. I do. We, we've got <laughs> listeners. <laughs> we we uh, we really appreciate the input from people. I am grateful for all of the individuals because now health, hope and inspiration has become such a big outlet that there are now people saying, you know what, I'm going to recommend people to the yeah, show and yeah. I'll let you know. And they're doing that. So I'm yeah. grateful for that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good. Well, I was impressed that Judy was recommended to CTCA by someone at church. Yeah, she uh, she belonged to a local church in the Georgia area. She treated at CTCA, Georgia. And, uh, you know, when she was diagnosed with cancer, as many church members do, and we talk about this often on the show, Wayne, that, you know, a great deal of people, number of people who have cancer belong to local churches and faith organizations. And they'll typically put their name on the prayer roll and ask for prayer and that sort of thing. And so uh, somehow she communicated that information within her local church, church and lo and behold, 
uh, a member uh, recommended Cancer Treatment Centers of America to her uh, as a result of uh, a relationship, uh, our journey of hope and our cancer care training program uh, there with CTCA in Georgia. And so she called us up and sure enough, she came and she said it was one of the best things uh, that had ever happened to her. And uh, she was very grateful uh, just because of the spirit, the, mm-hmm. the energy and and the fact that her spirituality was also uh, amalgamated with her clinical care yes. in the same environment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What a delightful person she is. And again, I'm, I'm so grateful that we get to meet people like Judy here in the program. Your heart goes out to people like Judy. I mean, here's a person who's given their life to teaching and now retired and now yeah. along comes cancer. But she's got such a positive ab- attitude about it. She does. And she she tells the story about, you know, how she found out. And then uh, she was at one of her I think she was at her sister, her daughter-in-law's house. I'm sorry. And, um, you know, her and her husband and and they were devastated. And, you know, it was an emotional moment for them. And what's empower, empowering about this story for me is not only the fact that she had a church member that recommended Cancer Treatment Centers of America to her. And we thank her for that. But she also had a brother who told her when she shared this information that cancer is no longer a death sentence. Mm. And that was the the turning tipping point psychologically and emotionally for her just to hear that encouraging word, very much like the scripture that we read by the man at the pool of Bethesda when Jesus said, pick up your bed and walk and start moving in a direction. She heard that. And she said that was a game changer for her to be reminded of the fact. And and we read the facts that cancer, the death rates of cancer has gone down significantly. Yeah, I wanted to bring that up. That's a true statement. He said it's not a death sentence. And it is not. And so everybody should hear this and understand. And if there is someone that you are supporting with cancer, remind them that just statistically alone, we see more and more people now who are living and surviving and thriving through an experience of cancer than any time uh, ever before. Over the last 30 years, 31 percent decrease of people who have actually died from cancer. And so we can encourage people. We don't have to be we don't have to have a cape on our back, (laughs) but we can be a person of a word of encouragement to say, listen, you know, people are surviving every day. And as her brother told her, hey, cancer is no longer a death sentence. And she said when she heard that it changed everything in her thinking. And then she was able to literally pick up her bed and start walking uh, and came to Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And she's doing well today, doing very well. Well, you have talked to hundreds of people like this, but I just get the impression that each one for you is just another little lesson that just adds up to the total for you. Just this this attitude that you have. That's absolutely true, because, you know, it's, it's impossible not to hear these stories or be related to individuals from a support perspective and it not do something to you and for you. And and for me, the big takeaway, as much as cancer has has been this kind of overarching conversation that has caused people to to be uh, in fear and dread, uh, there is so much that can be done, so much that has been done. And there are things that people need to understand that when they hear those words, cancer, that that is not the end of the road necessarily. And it is certainly not a death sentence. And we were reminded of this retired school teacher who was diagnosed back in 2019. Uh, She's in remission today. And she said, I knew that God had this. 
And she ultimately said, I, I prayed that I could be a blessing to others. And that's exactly what she's doing right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And I know there's a lot more people out there listening right now that have had an experience like that. Maybe you've received that encouraging word, or maybe you've been the giver of that encouraging word, but we'd love yeah. to hear from you about this. Have you ever received an encouraging word from someone that just made the difference? It was a difference maker for your mm-hmm. situation. Be specific when you answer the question. Tell us about it. And uh, we'd, we'd love, you know, I don't care if we get a thousand of these. They're all unique and, uh, and important to us, Percy. That's right. That's exactly right. Everyone's story matters. Uh, everyone's testimony counts. And ultimately, at the end of the day, we are uh, uplifted personally. And then we can turn around and continue to uplift others through this platform and this medium. So please, we want to hear from you. Please feel free to uh, give us details that you're willing to share. We won't uh, read your name or anything like that. But we do want to encourage others with your words of encouragement. And that's today's lesson. It is, again, at the end of the day, the power of an encouraging word. And that's what we want to give and receive from you. Well, you've done that for us today, Percy. Hey, let me bring attention to the resource we're offering, 50 Encouraging Scriptures for Cancer Patients. It's so encouraging. It's so helpful to see these in one place, in in one document, and to just go through them verse after verse after verse that just are so encouraging. Yeah, I remember when we put this document together, it was for that very purpose so that people didn't have to try to rifle through and dig and mine for certain types of scriptures. We thought that we would categorize in this particular case, uh, 50 uh, scriptures that will be encouraging to cancer patients and it will help to fortify and it will help to reinforce the idea that at the end of the day, there is still something to be said about your process and potentially your outcome from God's perspective. So 50 encouraging scriptures for cancer patients, all categorized, all outlined, download this document yeah. and then share this document oh, with yeah, others or sure. encourage others to download it for themselves. And all, all you'd have to do is subscribe to health, hope and inspiration, uh, .com, uh, on.com to get this free resource that'll come directly to you. Why don't you share the link on social media, share it on Facebook and, yeah. and other places as well. And, uh, that would help get the word out too. 50 encouraging Ooh. scriptures for cancer patients at health, hope and inspiration.com. Well, do you want to go back to John 5 and summarize the lesson we learned there? That is correct. So, and again, I'm going to summarize John 5 because uh, there were several verses of scripture. We know that John 5 tells us about a man that was at the pool of Bethesda that was impotent for 38 years. And the scripture says that uh, when the angel troubled the water, he never was able to get into the water first. Someone always beat him there. And Jesus walked up to him and had a moment with him and, and gave him an encouraging word. And dare I say, an encouraging word can also be an anointed word. And he asked the man, are you ready to be made whole? In other words, are you willing to think differently about your situation? Are you willing to take on a different disposition about what your current circumstance may be suggesting to you? And as a result, he said, if you are, then pick up your bed and walk. And the scripture says at that very moment, that's exactly what he did. He picked up his bed and he walked and he was immediately made whole. Today, Judith Lee told us about an encouraging word that she received from her brother who told her cancer is no longer a death sentence. And she said that made all of the difference inside of her thinking and inside of her belief. And she said from that moment on, she knew that God had this and she prayed that she would be a blessing to others. So with that being said today, 
receive either an encouraging word from someone or be a giver of an encouraging word, you may be the very difference maker of what can and will happen to individuals based upon the words that may come from your mouth that are anointed by God's principles and by his presence. And so today we are encouraged to know uh, that cancer is not necessarily a death sentence anymore, but somebody may need to get an encouraging word from you. Are you willing to give it? Please do so. Thank you so much. Pastor Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Pastor Pete, thank you. God bless you. See you next time. Hey, love you, my friend. And until the next time, remember, we've got work to do. So keep chopping the wood. God bless. This has been Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, and Phoenix take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.